Hello and welcome to the Community Church Podcast, where we want to equip and empower people for life together with Jesus. On this podcast, we'll be talking with lots of different people from all walks of life to help us in our discipleship to Him. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, I'm Harry and I'm your host today on what is the first ever podcast for the Community Church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope that you're comfortable wherever it is that you're listening from. Today, we're talking with Norralf, who's an apostolic ministry from Norway, and he was called to the Philippines around 15 years ago. Together with his wife, uh, they've been reaching out to the poor and needy and sharing the gospel to literally thousands of people. My wife and I had the great joy of supporting them for what was supposed to be three months, but turned out to be two and a half years. They developed a site and a curriculum to train people from all across Asia that had a heart to become missionaries, and that's where we were stationed. Uh, but they were involved in, in loads of things. They ran an orphanage. They had several maternity clinics um, because it was too expensive for, for many people to give birth in hospitals. Um, they did a prison ministry. Uh, they were helping families that were living on dump sites and uh, many other things as well. But alongside all of us um, they helped to plant many churches um, all over the Philippines particularly in the southern island of Mindanao where they uh, now have more than 60 churches uh, many of which are in the Muslim minority area where they had been ministering to rebel fighters that were formerly aligned with ISIS Uh, The stories from what they encountered there could fill a whole other podcast, so that would be for another time. Uh, But right now, I called Norralf and talked to him about how the coronavirus is affecting the Philippines and what he sees God doing in the midst of this crisis. Uh, The call was done over Zoom, so the audio is a little bit sketchy, but this is totally worth listening to. There is some real gold from Norralf here. Uh, I hope you enjoy so much for being with us. Uh, I was just wondering if you could just tell us uh, what you're involved with in the Philippines, what kind of work that you do, um, and uh, just some of that that stuff that's going on at the moment. The situation in the Philippines uh, is very similar to the rest of the world. Everything is closed down. Uh, There is no, it's more strict than here, it's more strict than in the UK. You are not allowed to leave your house. And um, oh, well. you have to stay at home. And even when people go outside and talk to their neighbors, the police will come and chase them back in. Oh, and well. uh, there is absolutely no transport on land or sea or air. So well. the whole country is closed down. And it's a real struggle for the poor families because they are, have lack of food. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, so we are trying to help some of those situations. Okay. But uh, no, of course, everything is put on hold. So it's only our maternity clinics that are operating as normal. And okay. we have more patients than ever before because many other clinics have closed down in the area. And oh, so wow. they are coming and asking if we can take their patients. Wow. And uh, many, it's, it's a good activity there. The children's home is going fine. 
-hmm. And uh, of course, with uh, all the mission students and you know the volunteers that we have, yeah. uh, we have 25, and they are all uh, you know in core, but are uh, restricted from moving outside at all. And wow. uh, only a Filipino can go and buy some food. And we buy mainly vegetables and food from the neighbors now because everything is on a low, low burner. Oh, wow. Wow. How, how, are they, um, how are they dealing with that? Because it must be quite uh, difficult for, for those students that are training to be, <laughs> to be missionaries. It must be quite demoralizing to not be able to do anything and be stuck down like that. Yeah, what, well, we, we, are, we are doing English teaching. And okay. you remember Rommel? Yeah, he is, great. He is our English teacher now. Ah, is it, is yeah, that going well? Yeah, it's going well. And so he will give them assignments and he will be with them two days a week. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, so they are working on their English because this group, uh, their English is not up to the standard we used to have. So we have much more work to do on the language part, mm -hmm. but they are, they have a good attitude and they are working hard and uh, I hope and pray that it will open up again so that we are able to do the tassel of course, because oh, okay. at the moment it's no way we can do anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. And how, how is the church um, responding, particularly the guys down in, um, in Mindanao? Um, uh, they how, are doing yeah, they are doing fantastic, and uh, I, I am on, in contact with uh, Joel uh, every second day, and um, they have decided as a church to try to help many of the very, very poor families that are struggling with food at the moment. So they are taking their building fund. They have mm -hmm. a building fund to extend their building, but they are taking some of that now and buying rice to give to some of the very poor people because there is a hunger right now because they can't find enough food. Wow. wow. But they are, doing, they are doing fine. They are in good heart. And Joel, for those that have uh, internet connection, I will actually be preaching to them this Sunday. But of oh, course, really? it's, a very, it's a very limited uh, group of the congregation that has access to internet. Oh, wow. So how, how do you do that? Will it just be like uh, through a Facebook stream or something? Or Yeah, I will, I will record and send it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent, though, that they're able to still... Are, so are they still able to gather then? No, they are not allowed to gather. Okay. Nobody is allowed to leave their homes. Uh, okay, uh, so they they'll, they'll every... watch it in their homes then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, so those that have internet will watch it in their homes. But the poor people have no chance to join in that. But uh, he has given, they have given them assignments to, to read in the Bible and to pray together and subjects to pray for. And okay. so there is um, church life going on in the homes now. Fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, yeah, because the dynamic there is very different to in the West, isn't it? Where you have lots of people all living in one house. That's right. So, uh, yes. you, you've got little house churches basically all set up there, haven't you? So, yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, so, so that works well. Excellent. Uh, are, the, are the government doing anything to help the poor and needy that's over there at the moment? Yes, there is a small portion of food allotted to people that don't have the food. And so they are trying as good as they can. But of course, uh, also the... the, the um, 
president have been very strong on not leaving their homes and they have, he have even said that uh, the police can shoot those that leave their homes <laughs> so <laughs> but of course he, he has this way of speaking but um, yeah. it's just to to make uh, people aware how serious the situation is okay and how how does it work because obviously people won't be going to work people will be really hit hard economically um how is that kind of working does the government have a plan or will there just be once this is all lifted will there be a big kind of economic fallout of the philippines do you think i think uh, it would be a big fallout uh, i don't think they are able actually to to repair all the problems they don't have the funds that some of the western countries have okay. and uh, we i i guess that um, there will be a huge many huge problems after this period mm -hmm. but uh, right now they are just trying to limit uh, the amount of people that are uh, contracting the virus because they don't have much equipment to deal with it yeah okay and uh, but uh, it's so strict now that uh, most of our people are not allowed to come to work and um, they are told to stay at home and only if there is an emergency they can come <laughs> so uh, it's our midwives are at work and they stay in our center for one week at a time uh, yeah. and then of course the 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 caretakers in the children's home are there and they're all for one week and so the children now are asking, why are the same people here every day? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's the best thing to do because it makes it a bit easier to manage, doesn't it? If somebody starts displaying symptoms and then they can go and self-isolate, can't they? So that's, a, that's right. Yeah. yeah they, it's uh, a, a good way to manage it. Yeah. Uh, we try to limit the risk of contracting the virus as much as we can. So has the virus... Um, physically spread quite far in the Philippines then? Has it... it has. Uh, nine doctors have died already. Wow. So um, it's, uh, it's uh, quite serious. Um, but uh, of course, I don't think anybody knows how much is actually is going on. But uh, at least the president tried to limit it, the, the, the risk. Yeah. So they'll just ride it out and... Um, and... I guess they'll be looking for uh, looking more for that herd immunity, won't they? Um, if they don't have the resource to kind of minimise the amount of deaths that are taking place. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, <laughs> what things um, can we as a church be praying for you then? What could we be doing to help? I, I think if we can pray that uh, as a church we can be able to minister to the very poor families that have nothing at the moment. And uh, that we can pray for the churches to be living in the word, full of the spirit and just seeking God day by day how to, how to live this life with the limitations that we have right now. Mm. And um, I think, the, the, you know, the Filipinos are very good in coping with the disasters and problems and uh, unnormal situations. So uh, mm. we just pray that they will have the patience to do what is needed now but uh, they are all in good heart as far as i know i had a report from Gemma this morning mm. and she said that uh, they are doing well 
in the okay. in spite of uh, the limitations that are there. Oh, praise God! That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, so, what in all of this, Norelf? Um, how do you see um, God moving through the world today in this kind of situation that's taking place? I think that first of all, this um, is a wake-up call to show everybody that we are not in charge. We cannot cope even with the virus. Mm. And um, my prayer is that uh, we will hear this wake-up call because God has promised that he again will shake everything. Uh, I don't know, uh, there will be probably much more shaking when the heaven and earth are going to be shaken. But uh, I think there is a warning that we should listen to God. And as uh, nations, we find that most people are uh, ignoring God. And we can't do that. So I, uh, my prayer is that we can see as a change in different countries and the turning back to God. Uh, and real, to realize that we can't make it without him. And uh, yeah. what has blessed me now is that uh, at least our king has said that uh, he, um, his, his thoughts and prayers are with the people. So at least he is mentioning prayer, which none of our politicians are doing. And uh, many people are still trying as good as they can just to look at this without bringing God into the picture. But I believe okay. that this can turn many hearts back to God when we see how, how helpless we are and how helpless our governments are in mm. dealing with things like this. Yeah. So how, how would you see um, the church's role in the midst of all this then? I think our role right now is to pray and to pray for the Holy Spirit to come upon us as a church that our testimony can be a people that are not worried a people that are not struggling with fear but a people that are secure in god and able to minister to those around us and to bring the good news of god's kingdom uh, in every way possible as we meet with people as we minister to them uh, even though it's it is in a distance we can still okay. show forth the life of christ mm. and the resurrection life of christ and and the the life that has no fear mm. how how would you say to people um listening that um might actually be living in in that fear um how how can they how can they fight that how would they live that life of peace I, I think that uh, the key is the Holy Spirit. Mm. And uh, as we turn to God, he will pour the Holy Spirit on each one of us, and uh, as well as corporately. And we, we will find that his peace is there. Uh, and it's not uh, depending on circumstances. Mm. It's not depending on the situations around us. And mm. if we can uh, drink from that well, of life and security in our own life and our own prayer in our own living in the word of god day by day you will find that there is a peace that is uh, stronger than anything else Maybe. and uh, i am enjoying that peace myself and i am so grateful to god that i know 
the one that conquered everything and the one that is bringing us through. And mm. uh, we, it, it doesn't mean that we can never, never have this sickness or be uh, influenced by it, but through it all, he will bring us through and he is a wonderful savior, wonderful Lord and a wonderful healer. Amen. Amen. And obviously we, um, we believe that we will come and see this through. God will bring us through. This will pass. This will come to an end. How, yeah. how do you see the world um, being different come the end of this, um, particularly in, in the spiritual? And um, how can the church come in and kind of ready herself now for that moment when this time passes? Yeah, I think the, the greatest moment is when everything is over. This is over then we have a message mm. and we have a, we have a testimony and uh, we, i think that we can prepare ourselves by drinking from the holy spirit being full of the spirit living in the word of god and then as we do that we are ready to hear from god and seize the moments that are coming and i really believe that nations can be turned to god after this because mm -hmm. a lot of, of people are questioning what is happening actually and mm -hmm. it was interesting to see that uh, even on one of the major uh, television stations in america td jake was asked to do a short prayer publicly oh, wow. in in the best uh, in the prime sending time and uh, oh, so wow. many people are really turning to god and mm -hmm. uh, wondering what is going on and mm -hmm. i think we as the people of God have the answer and we can be bold and courageous and know the leading of the spirit when this is over and many, many people will come to know Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love it, Nora. I, I, I feel the anointing. I feel the passion. <laughs> Thank <fantastic>. you. <laughs> so, I, um, I, am, I am so excited that I think this is an opportunity for the church. Hmm. And uh, we should not be laid back, but be in the forefront. When this is passing, right now, we can help people. Right now, we can bless them as much as we can. Be aware of our neighbors and do what we can. But when everything has come to, a, uh, to an end of this quarantine and everything, then we can be bold in sharing the life of Jesus. And I, I am sure that the Holy Spirit is preparing many hearts right now. Mm. Amen. Amen. Um, in what way do you think people are having those their hearts prepared? What what will be the the kind of questions that people are asking? Do you think many will realize that no government had an answer to this, mm. and we were not really prepared. Mm. And even though this is really a small disaster compared to what can happen. Mm. Uh, in other areas and and so we we need to uh, be able to communicate and to share with them uh, the hope that we have and the security that we have and and i believe that the, the simple gospel of jesus christ can change people as if there is an entrance uh, into their hearts no by their questioning by their wondering mm. and uh, mm. by their um openness to listen to people that have a different angle to everything yeah 
it, it's kind of like uh, when Jesus shares the story about um, the man who built his house on the sand and the man who built his house on the rock. People are starting to realize that their foundations are built on sand. Aren't That's they? it. Uh, and That's things right. are starting to crumble. And, and in that, uh, in that vulnerability, that's where the church can come and really say, hey, guys, this is the rock on which you need to, to start building. That's right. I believe that. And I believe there is an opportunity opening up now for us. I mean, must just prepare ourselves to yeah. be bold and to share the gospel. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then final, uh, final thing, Nora, what would be your kind of... Uh, your words of encouragement to the community church in Southport. What would, what would you like to say to those guys there? I'd like to say that, uh, first of all, I love you brothers and sisters, <laughs> and I am so grateful to God for the joining in the Lord that we have. Mm. And um, I will just encourage you to, to live in the word of God as you are, um, uh, in your homes now, not able to do as much as you normally can do, there is an opportunity to eat the living word of God and to drink from the Holy Spirit as you pray and meditate on the word. And then you will find a readiness is coming to each one of us, whether we are in the 60s like I am or in the 70s or we are young people, it doesn't matter. God is ready to use every one of us. Mm -hmm. as time is coming up now. So Amen. God bless the church there. And I really love you all. And special greetings to the brothers and sisters in the church uh, from us here. Fantastic. Thank you so, so much, Noralf. We will be praying for you and, uh, and um, we'll be holding you up in our thoughts for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Community Church Podcast. For more information about the Community Church and what they do, please visit communitychurch.org.uk. We'll see you next time.